0: I don't know where all my time went I don't know how to define it So tell me how do I fight it When it feels so wrong It's on the tip of my tongue It's every line in this song The little things have been with me all along Hey Chloe, do you ever find it? A- awkward when like you're being baby and like one of the cats is in your room? You know, I, I actually this just happened to me the other day. I I was being baby. I was doing lewd scenes with my, yeah. my mommy. And our cat Lily was just sitting there looking out the window. And I'm like I, do, do you mind? Uh, do you mind, dude? I'm, I'm in the middle of something here. And she just, like, jumped on the bed and started looking out the window. And it got to the point of where I, we had to stop the scene. And I had to shoo her away. Because I was like, I, I'm i not comfortable with you looking at me like that. Well, I have a vibrator pressed up against my diaper. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, my bed is like a congregation place for cats. Oh, yeah. Right? It's, so it's Cat Central Station. I'll go in my room and there's like four cats on my bed. Um, well, like, I have to, like, change myself on my bed. Mm-hmm. And they're always there. Or if I'm laying in bed at night and I'm being lewd, mm-hmm. then they're always there. <laughs> I I don't like it. Or it's even weirder when one's like near you or cuddled up to you and then like you wet yourself. And it's like. Yeah, uh. (laughs) Listen, I know they're not judging me for being baby, but are they judging me for being baby? (laughs) Some of the looks they give. Like. (laughs) I wonder if this is like a bigger issue with like other people and pets. What about. What about like. I mean, cats are pretty innocuous. Well, what about, like, dogs that jump up on you? What about parrots? What about parrots that are, like, they, they sit there and they stare at you and then they're like, what about- Polly, like- want a diaper? <laughs> <laughs> what the- <laughs> You can't say <see> that. <laughs> what about, like, fish? What about- You got, like, ten fish in there. Do you think the fish just look at you and they all get in their, their fish school and they go, they go- Look at that toddler over there. And class, this here is a baby. You look out the look out the tank here. You see you see that girl writhing on the bed in her diaper. That is baby. <laughs> I don't like this. I don't like <laughs> thinking about this. Now I'm go- next time I be baby. I'm gonna have to double check my room. Make sure no cats have snuck in there. I'm gonna have to to cat proof my room. It's not the baby part's not as bad as just the lewd part. All the lewd parts really bad. Listen, if I'm doing like like pet play or something, I'm like. I, like, look at the cat, and I'm like, I don't like that you're here. I don't like you're this. A, you're the pet, but then you're the pet. And it's like, mm. It's like, maybe go away for a little bit. <laughs> so, yeah, I do have this problem. <laughs> when I was a kid, I, um, I had this one cat who I loved, but she always liked to, like, cuddle up and stuff, and that's fine. But anytime I was in a diaper, anytime I was in a diaper, she would crawl on top of me mm-hmm, and just, like, mm-hmm. wiggle around... On on the front of my diaper because it makes a crinkling yeah, sound, mm-hmm. and she likes it. And so she just she just kind of like sits down on it and just like kind of kneads the way cats do mm-hmm. on my diaper. And I'm like, this is so weird. What are you <laughs> doing? Yeah, that is weird. Anyway, <laughs> pets, lewd. That's a question. Don't like it. That Yep. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was just on my mind. I'll start the episode. <laughs> Welcome to the usual bat an 18-up page play discussion podcast. Every week we make a bet and the loser is in diapers for the next episode. I am the baby sister and counter-extraordinaire Sophie Elizabeth. And I'm the big sister. Chloe Elizabeth, and I'm honestly surprised by the fact that I won. Hey, I- the, the bet was so close. It was 22 votes to 20 votes. And I love how close it was. Like, yeah. I, I always do when, when these things get really close. But it also also shows a really big divide in the community on this topic. Because, um, we were divided on this topic. Very divided. And it's, it's really interesting to see. I... So I gotta be honest with the with the big to little ratio being so vastly like 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 weighed on the side of littles i I was really expecting you to win by a landslide because you know there's not enough bigs to go around for all the littles. so the professional caregiver role, I think, Fills an important niche and I thought I fe- I thought more people would be open to the idea. I think by it's, a the, I think it's the, the money thing. It it is expensive. We it's I, I'll really say expensive. We we are genuinely considering doing this like we said on last episode. We looked into pricing. We, it's we expensive. got a few we got a few suggestions from people, which we deeply appreciate. Thank Very you much so much for the recommendations. Um, we are considering maybe trying this out not because we particularly need to but because but we want to know I, yeah and then we can report back to to the audience to yeah but the, the money thing it's mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. really expensive it's 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 crazy and i mean i guess i i understand some of it because it's like okay it's a really niche market it's that supply and demand thing mm-hmm. you're going to have high demand uh it's it's functionally an acting role uh, like, like yeah, yeah, it, it takes a lot of, of energy and and passion from the person uh, doing the caregiving. Um, and it doesn't come from like that that place of of uh, relationship energy that that usually fuels it. so it's it's a lot harder for the caregiver in my opinion to, to muster that stuff. so it should pay a good amount, but also it, it costs so much it's inaccessible and it's it's this kind of up and down. But Give if you, or take. If you can charge that much for a, what is ostensibly, uh, sort of cosmetic service, it's not like it's a, it's not a need. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know, maybe for some people it would be a need, but like, if you can charge for it, then why wouldn't you? Exactly. It's yeah. like, your time is worth that, and you should charge what you think your your time is worth, and what you think you can get, because, like, that makes sense. It's... It's a complicated. It's a complicated topic, and if we need like safety net pricing for <laughs> for for, um, for professional bigs, mm-hmm, like we mm-hmm. need um, a Medicaid style thing where the government will pay half or something. Babysitting, subsidized babysitting. <laughs> I like my babysitting subs to subsidized. <laughs> um, yeah. I I imagine we'll probably get more into this topic uh, if we wind up going through with this. Um, We might even have have a a professional CG on on the airwaves or something like that. That would be great. We'll see. Um, I think that we do get a few people that say they've been to these kind of things, and they they swear by them. So... um, I mean, maybe the, there's something we're missing here that we're not getting. And I, f- I think it'd be really awkward, but uh, it might not be. And mm-hmm. I don't know. And anyway, long story short, this is still something we're very curious about and we'll be exploring in the future, or we're trying to at least look into at the very least. Um, Yeah, that that's, yeah. Even longer story short, she baby, I win. Okay. <laughs> I mean, rude. (laughs) Sure. Okay, I have something I want to talk about. Okay. What is something you want to talk about? We had a discussion on the Discord Mm -hmm. recently, in the past week. Yeah, Discourse on the Discord band name. I wonder if that's why they call it Discord. Uh, I think it's called Discord because it's for gamers and a bunch of angry gamers screaming in chat is Discordant. Oh. (laughs) Well, a bunch of angry babies are screaming in chat about um, <laughs> about what the best cookie is. It's only a reason, but don't I don't mean, no, even. Go off. I literally cannot. I. Can't. Okay, okay. We need to start at the ground floor of this topic before I, I can I... I can address. So the, this is the this... spire that you have built upon it. I need a foundation laid down <laughs> so I can dismantle the the monolith that you have thrust upon my land. You have taken <laughs> beautiful, glorious cookie land and, like Zeus from above, smote down a lightning bolt that oh, crystallized- oh, The crystallized into oatmeal raisin into my land. It is sticking out of it like the crystal tower in the critically acclaimed MMO Final Fantasy XIV. And I can't handle it so <laughs> let's let's explain our foundation okay, let's dial it sure. back. i'm gonna pretend you didn't say that so this this is the topic you want to you want to talk about we have we have about maximum an hour on an episode this is what you want to devote our time to this is very important to me you know what you don't know why this is important to me let me explain why this is so vital to to my well-being so let me bring you back okay to, Take the, you back. to my the, the era of middle school Take me back to Paradise City, middle school. It's the opposite. It's like <laughs> hell. <laughs> um, so we're, we're rewinding the clock. <laughs> so, Sophie is, is now a middle school. So we fast forwarded the clock. <laughs> <laughs> we fast forwarded. Still in diapers, but a middle schooler. In middle now. school, right. And I had a thing. Oh shoot! You know what? This story starts even earlier than that. It starts the day I was born. <laughs> it doesn't. Um, but in elementary school, when I was like six years old, my mom would give me lunch money. Okay. She would she would give me two dollars, which back then was enough to buy lunch. a school lunch. Anyone who <laughs> anyone who recently got out of high school who listens to this episode is going to be like two dollars was enough to buy lunch. You can't it's even ridiculous. buy a, a, a carton of milk with that money. <laughs> But I went to school at two dollars, mm-hmm. and um, lunch was a dollar ninety. Okay, so I was supposed to go and buy lunch, and I did this a few times because the lunch that I would get uh, consisted of generally like a few breadsticks yeah. or like a chicken nugget or mm-hmm. like six maybe. I mean that's even exaggerating. I think five chicken nuggets. So chicken nuggets are pretty good, if memory serves. Um, but they always had different things every day. So of course, they had that, that perfect, the holy grail, the carton chocolate milk that everybody had. Yeah. I love that thing. I yeah. miss that thing so much. 40 cents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, 35 <laughs> back in elementary school. And so anyway, I I would go and buy these lunches, mm-hmm. but I generally didn't like them that much, unless it was chicken nuggets, because, oh my gosh, chicken nuggets. <laughs> anyway, but everything else was really subpar. And then you'd just get, like, this roll that was, like, frozen or something that they put in the microwave. It was really bad. You weren't sure it was bread.
1: We're not getting
0: through the story very quickly, but long story short, I started spending instead my $2 Mm -hmm. on cookies from the snack cart. Mm. The snack cart had chocolate chip cookies for 25 cents. Oh, no. And I'm like, why would I buy lunch when I could buy eight cookies? I could buy so many cookies with this. Yeah, so I went and I'd buy eight cookies. And back then, I was a, I was a small, small little round girl and couldn't appropriately uh, eat eight cookies. Yeah. So I would just eat, like, four of them and give the other four away. Which I'm friends. sure made you crazy popular. It sure did. You were the cookie girl. Yeah. Um, but I, I would eat these cookies, and they were so good. I don't know what it was. I think they were just slightly undercooked, mm-hmm. And but they were cold. So, like, mm. instead of being hot cookies, they were cold cookies, but then they were left out, so then they were more room temp, but they had this, like, consistency of maybe, like, ice cream. Interesting. But, yeah, they were so—I don't understand how they—you d- know, I just—I'm i <laughs> I'm still in touch with my lunch lady from <laughs> middle school, so. you going gonna so, ring her up and be like, hey— How did you make these cookies? You got some cookies for I'm, sure, I'm sure she didn't make them, but, um, anyway, so— uh, this is how I started my cookie thing. Oh, okay. this is this lasted all of elementary school into middle school. This okay. is where our story takes place. Middle school. Yeah, um, we've got the backstory. Yeah, we're we're here in in the future for you. Middle school. Yes, and uh, I I used to eat these eight cookies, and I am now big enough to eat eight cookies without dying. That's true. Um, and I'm like, these are so good. And I that is the. A- point of of maturing is to be able to ingest more cookies you get your you get taller your body needs more energy you can eat more cookies right but it became notorious that i was this person who would just eat eight cookies for lunch (laughs) because that is of course what the only thing i would eat every Mm -hmm, lunch period mm -hmm. um so we were in middle school i think it was eighth grade and my best friend at the time she was talking to me about like Wow, you eat so many cookies. And I'm like, yeah, they're delicious. <laughs> and she's like, okay, uh, how many do you think you eat, like, in a year? And I'm oh, like, no. I'm like, I have no idea. And she's like, how about you try to eat a thousand cookies in a year? Okay. And I'm like, you know what? It, this is like December, like early December. And I'm like, you know what? For my New Year's resolution, that's going to be my New Year's resolution. I'm going to eat a thousand cookies in a year. And i like, not a That's not a good resolution, Sophie. Why? Usually people are like, I want to eat healthier. You're like, I want to ingest more cookies. I was 13. <laughs> you, you are right. When you are 13, no mortal laws apply to you anymore. Right. Um. Except don't listen to kink podcasts. <laughs> that one does still apply. Sorry, guys. That's an eternal law. Um... So uh, I, I I took this to heart on mm-hmm. on January first. Uh, we we always spend New Year's Eve at my grandma's place, and um, we have like this kind of family thing. Okay, and we do the ball drop together, yada yada. Mm-hmm. And uh, at that year, instead of being ready for the ball to drop, I was sitting at a at a counter with a pack of Chips Ahoy. What? Ready to go. No! Ready to get started. Are you kidding me? Oh, whoa, 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 So, let me get this straight. Instead of going, oh, I could just have, like, about three cookies a day, you're like, I need to immediately start binging cookies. I wasn't advanced math, but that did not, that did not consider it. You could have it. had, like, three cookies a day, yeah. and you would have been set. I didn't consider it. Oh, no. So- okay, continue. And that first night I ate the whole pack of chips Ahoy oh, and some uh, of no. different cookie my grandma had. And it was like, um, I think I had 40, 41 cookies by the end of the night. <laughs> What the heck? <laughs> so then I had to instill some rules into myself, like, what is a cookie? What isn't a cookie? Okay. How much, how big does the cookie have to be? Et cetera, et cetera. Um, which we'll get into in a second. Long story short... Uh, too late, but um, I I wound up coming to school one day mm-hmm. and bringing a big Mrs. Fields huge cookie, okay. right? And sharing it with the table as my thousandth cookie. That's incredible! And I'm like, here you go, everyone. This is the here here it is, my thousandth cookie. Let's share it together, and then we did. How, how late in the year was this? Yeah. Uh, it was February seventeenth. Oh, oh no! Yeah, it was what? It was February seventeenth. You had a thousand cookies in in a month and a half. Yeah. Do you have a pulse currently? Are you still alive? It's debatable. Possible? Scientists are (laughs) bewildered. But. The point of this story, this very, very long story that I had to tell, is I was dubbed the cookie queen. Rightfully so. You had a thousand cookies in a month and a half. And thus I feel particularly qualified to act as the the person who who decides what is and is not a cookie. So you're and the cookie judge, foundation. Judge, jury, executioner of cookie qualities. Of 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 if something qualifies as a good cookie. Yeah, you could just say queen. Like I'm the queen of them. So, that's me. Now, now that we got that out of the way, let's get into cookies. Okay. Oatmeal raisin, fantastic. I love it. It's wonderful. Now, let me explain to you why you're wrong. (laughs) Oatmeal raisin cookies were designed by some horrible, horrible, (laughs) sinful villain to imitate... (laughs) The chocolate chip cookie. I'll buy that. It is is perfectly curated to, at the eyes of a child, appear identical to the chocolate chip cookie. It's like a Ditto replicating a Pokemon. It's like a Ditto replicating a Pokemon. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There's some slight irregularities, but you look at it and you're like, that's a a Pikachu, as it goes, Ditto. So so when Mommy comes in and hands you a cookie, and you're like, oh, cookie, and you take a bite, and you have to... um, you have to chew through (laughs) this awful breakfast oat only to be greeted by the sinful, sinful texture of small dehydrated grapes. And you weep, you weep in your soul. A part of you dies. (laughs) And you look up and you think... Mother, why? <laughs> why have you done this to me? Mother, it's a cruel mother. <laughs> and then mother looks down at you and smiles. And it's like those are the only cookies you're getting from now on. <laughs> and then throws you off a balcony. Wow, that got really extreme. Those are all equal extremes. <laughs> all of those are equal. <laughs> So is there a reason you hate opium raisin so much? Or is it is it the, the fact that it is an imposter, a mimic, if you will, of a, of a chocolate chip cookie? It is designed... It's like people... It's like companies in June celebrating pride. Okay. It's like, yeah, we're here and we're here for you. But you know what? Not really. We have our own agenda. We want you to eat healthy and be miserable. The capitalist agenda... Yeah, except it's the cook- cookie list agenda. Okay, so I have a question. What if What if oatmeal raisins stopped masquerading as chocolate chip cookies? What if What if they found a okay. way to to make them stop pretending to be the superior cookie? Like what if what if instead of of, of having the same color, oatmeal raisins were legally mandated? To be like a rainbow gradient or something like that. And I say that because you just mentioned pride. But a rainbow gradient. And you look at it and you can clearly see that is not a chocolate chip cookie. That's an oatmeal raisin gay supreme cookie. So I think the problem here is maybe back in the day when oatmeal raisin first became a thing, this would have been possible. Okay. But now we're in an era where I can't think of a single cookie that you could create a visual account of they would not instantly be recognizable as a different cookie. Okay, you're right, you're right. <sighs> hmm. So you think it's too far gone? I think so. I think the best thing this world can do is destroy them from orbit. <laughs> what Now, what does that mean? Does that mean shoot from orbit at them or launch them into orbit? No, it's gotta be shoot them from orbit because there will be people who hold out. There will be the people out there who are like, it's, oh, no, the ban on cookies, it's just like prohibition. Time to have our, our underground speakeasies to, to get our oatmeal cookies. And, and they're going to smuggle them and they're going to home make them in their own house with oatmeal and raisins. <laughs> and then they're, 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 they're just going to keep happening. So we need a satellite okay. in the sky. Not even in space. In the sky. sky. I want it in the sky so people can see it. I want it omnipresent. Yeah. Or maybe so big that even in space you can see it. I don't know how space works or or sight. I don't know how vision. It's going to be a giant... As big as the moon. It's going to be a giant chocolate chip shaped uh, satellite. And the chocolate chips are cannons. I got it. I already got it. We take the moon. We spray paint it. Oh! Spray paint it to look like a cookie. We put... Uh, dark brown cannons on mm-hmm, it, big mm-hmm. ones, giant Gigantic ones. So it one. looks like a big space cookie. Yeah. And anytime you make an oatmeal raisin cookie, it has beams that that can go through all objects and do not harm humans, but will instantly disintegrate oatmeal <laughs> raisin cookies. Uh, and and I guess I guess to that I have to say, long live the tyranny of the cookie queen. Thank you. <laughs> but the question that we were we were that was brought to our attention was not how awful are oatmeal raisin cookies. You did that yourself. (laughs) The question that was brought to us was what is a cookie? And I think specifically we're trying to discuss what would define what is a cookie versus not a cookie. A good good point that came up was Oreos. Are Oreos a cookie? No, I don't think so. No, No, I I agree. I'm glad that we both... We both sided correctly on that one. i like the last thing that you talked about. <laughs> I will hold this against you for the rest of your life. I accept this. Um, so I love Oreos. I don't. I don't consider that thing a cookie. That's that's like a, a wafer sandwich, a wafer and cream sandwich. It's not really wafer, but it's it's definitely. I don't a know sandwich. what that material is. Uh, soggy cardboard, uh, par- par- crumbly particulate. I don't know what it's made out of. <laughs> crumbly particulate, <laughs> but but it is it is delicious. But it's not a cookie. And the same in the same vein, what about like macarons? No, that's not a cookie at all. That doesn't even come close to a cookie. Because that's also like a sandwich. It's like an oreo. Yeah. So what coo- about wafers or wafers cookies? Um. No, okay, so a cookie's got to be spongy, kind of. Not. It doesn't have to be, but it's got to have, like, a bready thickness to let it. Me, let me hit you. Ready? Uh-huh. A cookie, by design, should require the ingredients used to make it, a a instrument, be it hands or a spoon, to create a dollop mm-hmm. of this mm-hmm. combined material. That, that's true. And then you simply bake it. That's true. If, there, if it requires... Or, or one might say you you cook it
1: because no, you, it's a
0: cookie. No, you bake it. No, it's, you no, cook you, it. You have to bake it. No, but you, it's a cookie. Cooking and baking are really different things. and, and you I have think to baking bake is it. a form of cooking. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I think cooking is like a broad umbrella term. Baking is under Mm-mm. cooking. Mm-mm. Well, That's anyway, moving cookies. on. Uh, so, I agree with you. If it requires any sort of assembly after the fact, if it requires any sort of instrument to create its its structure or design, mm-hmm. it is not a cookie. That is you not to say you can't insert those things. So, for example, uh, gingerbread cookies mm-hmm. are cookies because you can do this dollop thing, and then afterward you cut them with a cookie cutter, mm-hmm. and, and that is because okay. that's because it's already a cookie. Yeah, and then you use an instrument to, to shape it, to shape the and cookie. that's legal. Yes, so. I, I guess the most important thing is cookies are simple. They gotta be simple. They gotta be simple. Don't overcomplicate it. Cause don't that's overcomplicate a and don't fill with garbage trash that is meant to make you a better, healthier person. Or... They have to be bad for you as well. Or a the, little bit. At least a little bit. <laughs> or the Cookie Queen's lunar space laser will shoot down and destroy your, your, your sweet desired treat. Cookie Queen's Lunar Space Laser is, like, a <laughs> album title. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably the episode title. <laughs> I love that. I really want, like, like a... Like an art. Like I, a I late want art 70s, like, album, music album that yeah. we, we, we produced together that's, like, mostly, like, early grade techno. And uh, we have like those those eye visors that go over us, and we uh-huh, have our uh-huh. hair all swirled up like Max Modem from Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> and our our cover art is a is a Cookie Moon shooting lasers down at like the planet. And yeah, yeah, okay, this is this is uh, I like it. I like it. <laughs> I'm glad we have a band ready. Like in, if the podcast thing doesn't work out, we can always. I'm telling you, they're going to come back around into vogue. Right now, uh, it used to be Let's Start a Band. Now it's Let's Start a Podcast. It's going to come back to Let's Start a Band. I'm yeah, telling and, you. Yeah, and now we're ready for we're it. We're ready for it. It's really good because neither of us know how to play instruments oh, or yeah. are musically inclined. So techno's best for us. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't have anything else to talk okay. about. This was this was I, all I had. So we had, this has been a pretty silly topic. I actually have a topic I want to talk about, but it's pretty charged. Okay. Um and like you positively have, or negatively? Uh both. So like um, a battery. Yeah. Like a battery. Okay, so it's gonna give us energy. Um, maybe. Okay. So All right. I I'll be really drained at the beginning. No, I need What's you I need the your conversation energy. I'm gonna, about well when we start I'll get I'll okay. get more energetic. So I'm gonna crack this egg, uh, split it open. I wanna talk about it, plop. Can't get pride. It's yeah, thank you. That was the sizzling oh, I got of it. the the yeah the all pan, the yeah. listeners <laughs> um, and maybe like a Reddit Yeah. You know, Reddit Ooh. post. Okay, so it's it's Pride Month. Uh, Pride, good. Love yourself, love each other, be excellent uh, to each other. All that good stuff. Um, it's a very important month to me. I'm I'm very gay. Uh, <gasps> you're you're very gay. What? Yeah. <gasps> what? I. And. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much news. First, I learned that you like oatmeal and cookies. Okay. Now I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Such a surprising episode. So, so we're very prideful about this, as we should be, and it's a good month and it's exciting. But unfortunately, it's it's marred by this huge, gigantic storm cloud of discourse that is, should there be kink displayed at Pride? This is the discourse episode. Oh my Everything God, it is we're a discourse talking episode. about is all about just, like, the constant combatants of, of philosophies. That's true. Maybe maybe it shouldn't be a Cookie Queen episode. Maybe it should be the discourse. <laughs> that's not nearly as fun. Hmm, okay. Okay, so, alright. Now, let me preface this entire uh, conversation. Yes. Yeah. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. And <laughs> I know that's that's probably a, a head in the sand kind of thing because I know this is a really big topic, but I also am a very stressed out person, and I also don't ever look up news. I know. I, I know. I don't look. I don't look on Reddit. I don't go to Yahoo News, which is the the <laughs> utmost most powerful news source out there. I I don't watch the television because I don't think I don't think cable exists anymore. and might. Not, I'm not uh, sure. Unclear. It's probably gone. Um. But I don't do any of these things because, and the reason why, is because I have you. Because eventually a topic will get to the point where I go, okay, Chloe, what? What's happening? <laughs> explain. Go, go ahead. I, let's. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Mm-hmm. And then you explain it to me. So you're my news source. I've got, so I'm going, I've got my, my fingers on the pulse of news here on current events. I'm like a reporter, a sleuth. I know everything that's going on just because I have a phone with connection to the internet. Mm-hmm. You have small internet on your phone. <laughs> so, I, I guess I'm going to come into this very blind. Okay. But I'm also going to ask a lot of maybe stupid questions. No. No questions stupid. Oh, you don't. That's radically untrue. <laughs> um, <laughs> but i'm gonna ask a lot of stupid questions don't don't hold them against okay. me uh not you particularly but but the listeners because i i am i'm i'm just trying to understand what's going on okay do you want to ask a question or do you want me to yeah to set the so stage? so kink at pride is is what we're talking about yes and Pride is, like, the parade? Is yeah. that what we're talking about? Yeah, well, the parades, the the celebrations, that kind of thing. It's really the big is parade. Is there more than one parade? Oh, I mean, different countries have them. Um, there's small parades all over the place. There's the big one and all that stuff. So, yeah. Wow. Realistically, um... We're we're talking in a broad sense here, but also uh, a focused sense on like the whole big pride experience, but in general okay. as well. So-, so like for the month of June, people are saying no kinks, you can't, you can't no, be kinky. No, not quite all of June or. It's it's in it's in safe pride spaces uh, where where there might be minors who oh. are at these pride situations, which is where the the discourse comes in. Okay, no, that that's fair. That's that's. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because you don't want to mix minors and kink in any regards. And I respect that. Um, Especially as part of the AVDL community, we really need to encourage that distancing. Yes. Big distance. Allow the gap. Be happy with the gap. No minors and kink. That's a good thing. Got it. So now I have a new question. Why? So kink's about all them gays and all them people who have uh, gender and sexual like the the minorities of gender mm-hmm. and sexuality mm-hmm. right why is why is this a topic like why is kink even it doesn't that's mean- that's a fantastic question now you might think kink has nothing to do with pride right uh-huh, uh-huh. but that's not true at all so the base of this people when people think kink at pride they're thinking uh collars pet leashes dom sub stuff uh like like Leather, We're talking, like, puppy masks, all that, like, pet play stuff, um, other kinks that I'm less familiar with. But that's what people think, and that's what they're like, oh, people want to start bringing that stuff to pride. Well, that's a big no-no. So, But that's where people are wrong. Okay. So, kink has always been a part of pride. And I know people listening might be like, oh, what's Chloe going on about? It might ruffle some feathers. Kink's always been a part of pride. Think about, and I'm going to start this off drag queens to us drag queens are a pretty normal concept right like it's 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 a a really cool fun way to to break gender norms and have fun but for a long time it was considered a kink it was considered fetishistic and it was proudly displayed at pride and if you want now it can be fetishistic. and you want to step to be but you want to step even further away from that leather 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 daddies leather focus leather kink has Always been deeply rooted in the homosexual community, specifically of homosexual men, oh. uh, dating as far back as the Stonewall riots. Uh, the The leather scene was core on the scene of Stonewall, and and were involved in the fights, like. Various kinks, not specifically like more modern, I'll call them quote-unquote modern kinks, like pet play and age play and stuff like that. Um, But kinks have always been at the base of of pride. They have always had connections in in the the expressions of acceptance and, and positivity brought out by pride. Huh. Okay. That's a complicated little thing to 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 a nugget to bite into. Huh? All right. So what what about these new things that were not previously a part of a part of Pride? So we're obviously part of age play. Mm-hmm. Where do why why as age players we were not in that uh, we're not grandfathered into Pride Man. basically. So why does why is our kink something that should be imposing on this? So, that's a really good discussion. And it, and it comes into the question of, Sophie, what is Pride about? It's about equality. Well, it's about equality. It's about acceptance and, and uh, loving yourself and, and being proud of who you are and not being diminished by society. So, I think we've talked before about how a lot of AVDL themes mimic a lot of LGBTs. Yes, absolutely, well. but that's not even where I'm going with this. So, um, so there's 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 two things to really to really consider here. I think it's it's how much of yourself are you free to express at Pride? Is it just that you're gay? Are you allowed to express that you're trans? Are you allowed to express that you're a uh, drag queen? Are you allowed to dress in leather? Uh, are you allowed to 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 bring in parts of your identity like a pacifier or a collar? How much of yourself? qualifies for pride and then the extension Mm. of that thought how much of yourself are you willing to sanitize and put in a box so that you can you can be presentable to society so that you can fit in and fit societal norms and be accepted by standard uh cis puritanical societal foundations how much how much of of ourselves are we willing to to whittle away so that pride is is safe for the public is Pride being safe for the public something that that we need to happen? Is that is that what we need to do? Do we need to take away leather from Pride or drag queens from Pride? Uh, how 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 at what where's the line here? And those are really important things that need to be to be looked at when when we're talking about this stuff. I guess the concept of trying to make Pride family friendly defeats the purpose of exactly. pride's existence in the first place. If, if people had made Pride family friendly back in the the eighties, nineties, etc., Pride wouldn't exist. And trans people would not exist at Pride. And and that's a that's a really scary thought. And the the heavy commercialization and the the company support and organization support that just kinda jump on this bandwagon like it's some sort of trend is also really proving mm-hmm. your point. And that this, this isn't supposed to be something that is a fun party. That's not the point. I mean, yes, to LGBT people, it is a fun party where you actually finally get to show who you are. And uh, for, for pardon the pun, but show your colors. <laughs> and um, then you have uh, the public who have to see this. And to them, this th- the point of this isn't to. To be a fun party, it's to make a statement that mm-hmm. that we are allowed to be who we are. Exactly. Okay. Pride. Uh, so I, I have some more things I want to say. Um, first, I want to preface. I am no way by any means advocating that you should go and flaunt your kink at, at, loudly and in everyone's face at Pride. You should not go to Pride and mush your tush and, and show that off to everyone. Um, I think that you, the taking, being respectful of other people and considerate, uh, absolutely can play into also being proud of yourself. Like 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 having a pacifier clipped t- clip to you at Pride versus like walking around with a mushy tushy. Those are huge differences. And, and one of them is being proud of who you are, and one of them is uh, p- practicing a scene in the middle of, of, of Pride. And I think, I'd like to think people are are smart enough to be able to draw those lines themselves. And that's what I want to, I just want to preface that. Um, Okay, so now I have another question. Okay. It's kind of uh, being proud of who you are thing, and I I guess specifically what brought this to my attention was you talking about, like, not performing a scene. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, uh, a big part of ABDL... Culture's the wrong word, but sort of origins come from things like disabilities Mm -hmm. or, um, like, medical need or incontinence. How does disability factor into pride, I guess? Like, does that... Is that still... I guess if if this is representing a lot more than just LGBT stuff... It is, and it it, it always has. Okay. Uh, Pride is not just about, like... Gay or or trans. It's also about like people of color. Like like uh, people of color were 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 ch- core and center at Stonewall. the The Black Lives Matter and equality movement has always 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 been intrinsically tied into Pride. And it's it's another thing that that needs to be brought front and center. It's it's why uh, we fly the progress flag now and not just the rainbow flag. Because we need to be aware that Pride is not just just gay people uh, uh, yelling oh gay marriage is okay it's it's so much more than that it's 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 about acceptance and and yelling back at society and telling them hey listen i we okay. we exist and we will not stop existing anytime soon i guess in the same way of the commercialization of pride as a as a concept we've also Really, even as a community, an LGBT community, as we could become more more uh, more of a norm mm-hmm. and more accepted, we a little bit whitewash the history of pride. Oh, absolutely. So the kind of callback to to bringing people of color really back into the prominence and and really honoring their their uh, actions um makes a lot of sense. In which case, like, I guess, I guess you're right. This is never, this has never been about just being gay. This is, it's about being yourself. And then I can see, okay, I see where kink fits. Yeah, I, I understand. Exactly. So gay rights have always been the most, the most, the tiniest. We wanted an inch. It is the smallest stepping stone. It is a step up on a hundred step stairway. That 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 we've needed, and we got the first the first step, and that's why it, the gay movement, the the gay rights, marriage equality, has been so front and center with pride because we, we we needed something, we needed a little bit of equality, we needed a little bit of progress, but but we're we're not by any means done. It's it's mm. it's a challenge against against the conservative society. Okay. um... I guess I want to swing the other way now okay? And, and ask some questions, which is if, if the point of pride is really to be very, uh, Hmm. What's the word? Uncomfortable. The, the, the point is to make people little uncomfortable mm-hmm. because that discomfort, the more it happens, that's how it becomes normal. Yes. It makes people When, think. when, listen, I've had a few non-binary friends and, um, When I have to use they, them pronouns, that's Mm -hmm. so uncomfortable to me when it first started because it's like, I don't, uh, like, this isn't normal for me. Mm -hmm. I have to experience this and I don't really want to experience it. It's a system shock. It's, yeah, it's a system shock. And then after doing it enough times because I respect them and I want them to be comfortable with me, um... It's it's becoming second nature. Like exactly. I I can basically use they them pronouns without even thinking anymore. Whereas I used to have to be incredibly cognizant of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the same regards, we want pride to be a little uncomfortable for the exactly. public. We don't want it to be a mainstream fun uh, celebration. It is also a statement that we are we are not going to limit who we are for the for the sake mm-hmm. of societal standards. In that regard, shouldn't kids just deal with it deal with what like kink at pride so Sh- shouldn't it just be like, okay, well, like obviously we don't want to mix kink and 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 stuff, but like yeah discomfort is is a standard it's, here it's like a, I, it's part of it's part of the system, like I mentioned before uh it's 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 using a bit of common sense here as well as displaying pride of who you are uh kids should definitely not be exposed to to crazy hypersexualized, like 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 fetishistic content or whatever people actively having sex at pride or actively in a sexual scene but if someone's wearing and, and that people have been wearing leather and 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 proudly uh displaying what is realistically bdsm uh, content at pride for decades and children have been there seeing them and probably been uncomfortable but that that discomfort helps uh break down uh like societal barriers uh, uh to, to people in their formative years and that's on one hand good however if two people in leather are there like fucking at pride they probably shouldn't be doing that <laughs> Okay. So as long as it's a demonstration visually but not like a sexual thing. Exactly. Then where does kids and kink don't mix. And I mean, I respect kids at pride. Yeah, I want absolutely. Kids 100% to, to be at pride because as as a as a gay girl in in her in her her teens, I I really could have used stuff like mm-hmm. that, you know? And um I I think that it's really important for even though pride is not uh, family friendly, quote unquote, I still think it needs to be it also needs to be a safe space. It, it needs to be safe for for younger uh, like LGBT people anyway. So, so I guess I guess my question is is it okay to to cheat the no kids in kink rule if there's no direct sexual exposure just for just for this like is is this is this an exception are we allowed to make this exception I, and if, I, if we are allowed to make this exception what implications does that have for other exceptions or other ways that kids might be involved that we don't want them involved so i think it is Im- not only like like acceptable to display kink and pride i think it's important i think people seeing like like People in the leather scene at Pride and and drag queens and things like that uh, for the last couple decades has been very helpful to to decouple these things from this this evil bad taboo that, that people hate and and tear down and help build uh, an aura of acceptance around them drag queens now and at least in the circles that i am in and definitely not when i was a child are are accepted it it is almost a normal thing it's it's an uh, a a positive thing and that's a very new thing and i think pride is the thing that drives that kind of change leather has has become so much more more normalized like like seeing people dressed in full like leather gear and everything and that's I think that's a good thing. I I think the kink at pride is important because it does two really important things. Challenges the the anti-sexualization, sanitization culture that we have currently, where companies and, and government groups are like, no, no sex can be in the public eye at all. It challenges that concept and says, not only can sex be in the public eye, also kinks can be. And it also tells kids, hey... If you have a kink, it's okay. You don't have to hate yourself. Other people are the same as you. I spent a lot of my teenage years hating myself. I don't think I accepted a lot of stuff until I was in my 20s. Exactly. If 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 there had been some 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 display of it in in anywhere that I could look with someone saying, "Hey, we love you. It's okay that you you have these unique interests." They don't always have to be this hypersexualized thing. You're okay you're not a bad person, that would have changed my life. And and I think that people being able to see that and look at that is important. People struggling, even adults, should be able to look towards pride and, and know that, that no matter what they are or how they feel, there is, there is compassion and empathy and sympathy and love for them. And, and I feel really strongly on that. I guess the topic really comes back to the fact of like why, um, why is kids and kink bad? And uh, obviously we have the immediate response of, of course it's bad. But I Bread want flags, claxons, you... all that stuff. Right. But we've actually talked about consent and it being like um, maybe the concept of consent we we have turned into a value, but haven't ever really thought mm-hmm. about it. And mm-hmm. I guess I wanna. I want to talk about why kids and kink is important, but also maybe why our conceptions of it are a little skewed. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the most important rule, and I think it brings much more important than no kids and kinks. No kids in sexualized spaces. No kids in sex sex focused spaces. If if people are 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 being sexual in that space, a kid should be nowhere near it. I kind of disagree, and I mean, listen, this is this is. I I definitely don't and this is not including A B D L stuff, it's not including a lot of kinky stuff, but I kids and granted when I talk kids I'm talking like fourteen year olds and higher yeah. like fourteen to seventeen year olds. Kids have sex. They get yes. puberty at like twelve. They they think about sex. They are interested in sex. They want to have conversations about sex. They want to explore sex. The concept of kids should not have any safe sexual spaces is so dangerous to me. Yeah. I, I think personally, and I understand where you're coming from, my reason of no kids and kink is it's a protection of children against adults. Yes. That's, that's, that's what I want. So then maybe I I, I'll, I should amend my kids and adults should not be in the same sexual spaces. That I will agree okay, with. Okay, cool. That's what will we'll codify. I Kids and adults should have a, a very thick barrier between their sexual spaces. Absolutely. And, and I think it is important for for Pride and for everyone who might have doubts about Pride, if you're that kind of person, to understand and know Pride is not a sexual space. Huh, okay, so that's that seems like such an obvious thing, but that really redefines a lot of what we're talking exactly. about. Exactly. I, I think it needs saying, and it. it maybe needs yelling, that Pride is not a sexual it space. It sure isn't like even if you are demonstrating things that have to do with your sexuality it is not a sexual space you are absolutely correct that is a really really good point um i i guess i guess that's my big concern is that mm-hmm, i mm-hmm. really don't want I don't want adults and kids in the same sexual spaces which is why we, we always put eighteen and up at the beginning of the show, Absolutely. which is why we put eighteen and up on everything we do, because we are adults. And 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 the the our show, our adult show deals with a lot of sexual content. We I talked about diapers and vibrators in the cold open. I I uh but that's that's not what happens at Pride. And that should not be what happens at Pride. I really see your point I guess it makes sense that um I never really thought about how kink and pride really go hands in hands mm-hmm. and I mean I used to think this exact same thing about trans and like gay a lot of people do I just like there's no <laughs> there's no connection between these mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. one's about who you like and ones about who you are there there's no why why is this under one banner but it it is in a way, um, because sexuality will intrinsically be linked to the fact that you're changing genders or or not fitting the gender binary. Yeah, of course. But also because like the the process of going through it, the support, the acceptance, the the stuff you need from it is exactly the same. The mm. so I I see now why I can find a way for kink to fit in here and exactly. why people of color fit in, why a lot of things fit in that aren't intrinsically just oh, I'm gay, I have a flag, Mm -hmm. I have a parade. It's, it's, (laughs) I have a flag, I have a parade. Um, But I I definitely see this as more of a open social commentary kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. I don't think it should be convenient. I don't think the public should be happy with everything that Pride does. That should be the... The enemy is to mm-hmm. make everyone happy about this. I don't think we will ever live in a world where pride can be sanitary. I don't think we'll ever live in a society that doesn't need challenging. And that's 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 an okay thing. That's a good thing to always have, have progress to be made and, and be okay that that there there's always 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 things to improve. It's just like people. That's true. People always need improving, too. Why would society be any different? Society is like uh, people, but like 40 years earlier. <laughs> society is just like how normal people live their lives, but 40 years behind. If, yeah. It's, it's like a slower version <laughs> of personal development. Thanks to some people. <laughs> anyway. Um, okay, this is a pretty good topic. I, I don't think that we... <sighs> um, came to a honest answer for any of this but i like that i like mm-hmm. that this is a conversation we got to really discuss things that maybe a lot of people are wondering about or thinking about um we 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 got to talk about some some key talking points that could get get people thinking get people's own opinions forming because i have a very strong opinion on this but my opinion's not the end-all be-all by any means And alternatively, I don't really have a strong opinion on this. I I am very in the middle and uncertain, Mm -hmm. and I'm okay being there um, until sort of things uh, come to more of a head and uh, make some more uh, sweeping social changes, and then I might know where I stand a little bit better. But um. I think it's okay for me to end this discussion not having an answer. I don't think that every discussion has to lead to the the destination. Like, this is just part of the journey. And I'm absolutely with that's you. That's important in talking about stuff. Not everything has to be resolved at the end of the book. That's true. Okay, that's how you get a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we don't have a bet, so... Oh, no. Do you want to naively make a bet about oatmeal raisin cookies? Yes. Okay, okay. Okay, I'm warning you now.
1: That I would probably I made lose. My
0: arguments that I made earlier. I understand. Is so satisfactory that not only has it swayed even the most diehard oatmeal raisin fans, probably including yourself, <laughs> but everyone who knows that, that if they do vote for you, they will be directly targeted by my lunar moon base. <laughs> so, so I'm gonna make this bet for only raisin cookies, specifically under under the 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 basis that people are unruly by nature. People want to buck the trends and fight authority, wow. and they want to fight your authority. Wow, you're making an entire bet around just like being mean to Sophie. <laughs> That's so cruel, Chloe. All You're right. a cruel heathen. <laughs> All so right. So what what exactly is her bet? Uh there... it is it is do you believe that the, the and I will give you this branding, the traitorous oatmeal raisin cookie is a cookie. Is a valid cookie. See, the problem is with that, by your definition, it is a valid cookie. It's just an imposter and a sin. <laughs> okay. My bet is simple. Okay. Oatmeal raisin cookies, which I acknowledge are cookies, despite the the foundation that I have built in my kingdom, you have you have launched a pillar into it, and I, I, <laughs> until I figure out how to dismantle it, I I can't do anything about that. It's with the moon laser. Yeah, that's how it'll happen. But my bet is simply oatmeal raisin cookies are a sin. Okay. I I go against you. They cookie are sin cookie. on mortal mortal man and littles alike. I I proclaim rebellion. They are yeah. oh. they are they are absolution. Oatmeal raisin cookies are an enemy of littles. How dare you? That's my that's my bet. First of all, how dare you? An enemy. Second of all, how dare you? An enemy. <laughs> they are they are targeted advertisements of health in an industry of sugar and chaos. They are the lawful they're the lawful <laughs> version of my chocolate chip cookies and trying to censor and limit the little's right to sugar, chaos and freedom is is untoward and I stand against it. Okay. I take this bet. Okay. Usual bet. Usual bet. Okay. That's it. Let's um, do the thing. If you want to vote on this week's bet, join us at Patreon.com/sophieandpudding. Where else? Subscribe to our dotadult/sophieandpudding. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at the usual bet or at the usual Sophie and at the usual Chloe. If you have any comments, I'm going to regret this. Uh huh. If you have any comments on kink and pride, <sighs> email us. I guess (laughs) I'm not even going to give you the email. You'll have to go find it in a different episode. (laughs) I don't want this is, they're just gonna, they're just gonna, they're going to be a lot of, a lot of yelling at me and I don't want to do it. We said a lot of things, a lot of hot takes, a lot of, a lot of, uh, it's a spicy topic, which everyone has strong feelings on. Mm. So, so I imagine we will get some, some, some light reading. Thanks guys. I don't want some. I don't want homework this week. If you could help it, um, thanks, Mimi, for help with our theme song. Thanks, Juice, for a wonderful cover. You can find it at patreoncom juiceboxart. Shame Ooh. on Kimmy. Um, she's just out, so she's not here right now. Couldn't couldn't do it, which is probably good because she'd probably come in and really school us on this whole. Uh, oh yeah, she Pinky would. Pride thing. <laughs> she's too smart for her own dumb baby brain. Find her at bby-kimmy.tumblr.com. Woo! Okay, bye, everyone. Bye-bye. I hope you liked our episode. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Bye.